Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Boom, we're recording. It's PicklePod. Wait, first, hold on. Can you hear me in my mic? Tap it's it. A great, it's a great mic. Yeah. It's like wobbly and shit. I bought it at, uh, bought it at Amazon. Or, you, and you put the little thing wrapper around it? You want to see how pro I am? Ooh, nice. Two yeah. mics. Two mics. Um, two different podcasts. Three different podcasts. Uh, three different technologies. Some mics work better on certain technologies than other others yeah okay, okay let's do it thomas no we're we're live pickleball mcnasty we're what's you're looking scruffy today tyson who me yeah oh dude i gotta tell you so i did a pickleball slash survivor viewing party last night at the pickler the indoor facility that hosted uh the tournament of champions when it first got rained out okay and uh it was awesome but I stayed there a really long time and really late playing pickleball. And my parents, whose house I'm staying at, is an hour and a half away from where I played pickleball. And I left there at like 1.15. Got it. And I got is home this, at like 2.45. Oh, this? No, I always have some facial hair. I look like a turtle without any <laughs> facial hair. Like so, Franklin? Actually, yeah, like Franklin, dude. Yeah, I would say Franklin. <laughs> yeah. His, yeah, Franklin's the he's the turtle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the TV show, yeah, yeah. So probably like that. And I don't really look like that. It's just like with a little bit of scruff, you look like you have a way stronger chin. Hey, so how do you two know each other? You want to get into it? <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get let's get Is deep. Well, no, it, it wasn't deep. Uh, we, I. I reached out to Casey Patterson, who is a professional uh, beach volleyball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just had become friends on social media. And so I reached out to, to Casey when I was in Newport. And I was like, hey, do you want to play some games? I got uh, Jay DeVilliers playing some games with me in Newport while there's this tournament going on. Would you be interested in playing? He's like, yeah. And I was like, do you want to bring a fourth or do you want me to find a fourth? He's like, I'll bring a fourth. And I was like, good, it's probably some pretty important influencer with a huge following that will be able to, you know, synergize together so that we boost him equally as much as he's boosting us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Pickleball McNasty showed up. And then that's what happened. And that's, that's what awesome. happened. <laughs> exactly all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> all, all those things that he described worked out perfectly. No, so I got there and we're like playing that, like I have no idea who Tyson is. I've never watched Survivor. Uh, now I think it's cool, I guess, but, um, I got there and we're playing and it's like Casey and I versus Jay and Tyson. And he's just like, Tyson's talking shit the entire time, which is like, and I don't know the guy. So it's kind of like, I mean, I get it. He's like a personality or whatever. He like <laughs> kept digging into me the entire time. And even afterwards, then we were on like a group chat, me, Casey and Tyson. He's just like ripping me. And I'm like, I kind of hate this guy. Like, I don't oh, you know. Did? You didn't like it? Not at the, not at first, and then like then we started chatting after and started talking about like 
social followings and just like then I got to know you more one-on-one I was like all right this guy's really cool I like this dude at the beginning I was like god he's just coming at me for no reason oh I apologize Matt I thought that you thought it was funny I, I wouldn't have done that. I didn't. I wouldn't have done that if I thought that you were really, really bugged. I would have just stopped talking to you completely and been like, <laughs> "This guy can't handle the heat." I just. I don't think we can be friends. Uh, but I would definitely have laid off if you would have been like, "Hey, bro, you got to chill. It's bothering me." I would have. I would have for you. I love. Is that the first time you've gotten under somebody's skin? No, it definitely isn't. And I don't. Well, that's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't try. I, I like to razz people, but if they're not having fun, then I don't want to do that. To them. No, it was, it, it was, it was all fun and games. It was but it was cool. all good spirited. I wasn't yes, like yes, yes. being mean. Well, we no. talked about his be, nickel name, his nickname. To be fair, that's what yes. I was going to say. If you show up to a court and you go, yeah, I'm, I'm pickleball McNasty. I think, uh, I think you're going to take some shots. That's so true. this was the problem. My issue. He gave himself that nickname. And I was always under the impression you're not allowed to stamp a nickname on yourself unless somebody else gives you that nickname and it just sticks. Well, someone else did give me that nickname because my last name's Manassi, as you can see on the bottom of the screen. So in in high school, my tennis coach- We're going to blur that out. My tennis coach has called me McNasty. Like I had this one- Oh, you didn't tell me that. You said you gave yourself the nickname when we had the conversation about it. You you asked me like on the spot and you're this, you know, big personality. I was intimidated. I didn't have an answer at the time. (laughs) So you said you gave it to yourself. I look at Casey. I'm like, you can't give yourself your own nickname. And Casey's like, I know that's right. You can't. (laughs) Well, no, I see myself like the pickleball part of it. Sure, but that's fine. That's now now we're in a gray area. But if you had been rolling (laughs) as McNasty for a while- this this hispanic coach uh i'll give him a shout out christian kawas from honduras uh in high school and he used to call me like a mcnasty and had this like accent about it and it was funny and it kind of just like stuck through high school and even in college and after i mean so john McEnroe was the original mcnasty okay that's what they called Mm. it and that because of obviously being john McEnroe and the mc but um yeah stuck after okay so just to clarify you were you were college tennis player correct college tennis coach at an accredited college or or what (laughs) yeah totally accredited not uh, okay (laughs) cool i always make sure when people start bragging about college i gotta make sure it's accredited uh, no i I played uh, i played uh, college tennis at usc and then purdue um and then after graduation i worked huh both accredited universities yeah exactly Purdue, then, Tech uh, State in Nebraska, actually. Yeah. Exactly. Where'd you go? Where'd okay. you guys go to school? Uh, you were going to finish that. What did you do I after college? Um, yeah. And then I worked at Babolat, obviously a company in Pickleball now, yep. um, for a year and a half before I was doing junior sponsorship, marketing, um, all that stuff for them. And then went into college coaching. My last trip with them was actually to NCAs in Illinois. Um, I was like, damn, I really want to be on court again. I kind of missed that uh, part of tennis and got into my first job at the women's assistant coach at Wisconsin, uh, go Badgers, and then uh, Oklahoma State for two years, and then Duke University for two years, and then. Uh, how are you getting these jobs? Like, how are huh? you getting these? How are you getting these jobs? Like these initial jobs? Like, because typically becoming a college coach is is quite a process, I assume, and you have to have some longevity in the entire system before sometimes you become a head coach. Well, if you're and, a good player, I feel like yeah, that's right. a good Yeah, coach. I think in, in tennis, it's a, one of those weird ones because you don't really need to have experience to get in the door as an assistant. You kind of, it's more about networking and 
okay. personalities matching up and, and knowing the right people. So coming from Babylon, I had a lot of the scouting experience. I was already on the road at junior tournaments all the time. So I knew a lot of these kids that were probably going to, you know, matriculate to college or whatever in the coming years. Um, and then combined with my playing background at Purdue, obviously Wisconsin's a big 10 school. So um, kind of just worked out, had okay. a couple interviews, got the job. And uh, once you're in the system, then it's obviously easier to, to flow through it. So right. um, in, in that interview, with... you were like, call me McNasty. <laughs> I might've left the McNasty off going for a, a women's job when I was <laughs> years old. But, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then think, the transition into pickleball, you, you got to talk about the transition into pickleball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was, uh, I was traveling on tours uh, as a pro tennis coach right before the pandemic. Um, I was at Indian Wells with the player. Indian Wells got canceled. Uh, I was supposed to go home to Florida. I actually did go home for about three hours. And my mom was so freaked out that I could potentially have COVID. You know, at that time, no one knew like what was going on. I just yeah. traveled across country. Um, and she's like, you know, take all your clothes off in the garage. Like we're putting them in the fucking dumpster. And I'm not a curse on here. And uh, -bomb. that's the first one. That's the first F bomb. I think we've okay. had. So that's, yeah. um, I, guess, I guess we do now. I mean, okay. we have a lot Blood of families are, listening, but Blood if you don't are. mind that image being the bad boy, I'm sure. Doug, I'm sure he's Doug nasty. Here. He didn't curse on here. Doug was, Doug was clean. Oh, he probably cursed on here. Yeah. He probably definitely. Yeah. He yeah definitely I think, did. yeah. I think yeah, Thomas Doug is wrong in his facts. Um, yeah. So my, my mom was like, don't pet the dog. We're burning your clothes. Like you're flying back to Pennsylvania, uh, like my childhood home. And uh, I got on a flight, you know, three hours later and went to PA and was kind of alone there, uh, not knowing what the world was going to look like for, you know, the near future. And um, we had a blacked out tennis court there that was supposed to get like resurfaced or whatever. And it never had. So it was just like a black court. There was nothing to do. The aging tennis community in Erie had picked up pickleball, and I played like once with them early March or mid-March, whatever it was, uh, of COVID. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Lowe's. Picked up some duct tape, taped down lines, got a temporary net, like a kid's 10 and under net. I actually put it on blocks, like cinder blocks, raised it up, tied it to like the post. Like it was the most janky setup uh, my first couple of months in pickleball. And like then it was kind of off to the races. We played, you know, every day. That's all we could do. Do you have pictures of that old net? I do have pictures. I will send to I will send to Shieldsy after this. Yeah. I remember you telling me that story. You know, you were featured in the first ever Dink newsletter. That's, yeah, well, we, we were. We spoke. I was like driving on the on the ten to yeah, uh, Memorial that. Park. That's why everything you're saying right now, I'm like, wait, I knew that. Wait, I knew that yeah. too. And that and like it's all coming back to me. Yeah, I did. When I first spoke to Thomas, I just had no idea. Like, I didn't look up who you were. I had no clue. And you were like, um, this guy's starting a newsletter. It's pickleball. Like, I assumed Thomas was like this 50 year old dude. I swear, the first conversation, I thought you were like 50. <laughs> really? When first, yeah, when I first met you in person. And then, like, yeah, it was just, it was wild. I was like, holy crap. Like, when you first meet him, met him in person, did you think he was lying? No, he was no. like, wow, you're way taller than I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah um, thomas looks short online but he is almost six foot dude i don't know what that was did you hear that that was, that no, was my alarm good. i heard it Wake actually up. i need to i need to set the bar low uh for everybody listening i am five six mm -hmm. and when they see me and they realize i'm five ten they're like oh like yeah wow he's got a big stature that yeah that one yeah that's probably what they'll say uh 
Okay, so you played every day. I played it. Yeah, I played it. So okay, so then I I was playing for a couple of months. Obviously, my parents came home. Summer summer happened, and things started to open up a little bit. And I was like, damn, I'm getting. I thought in my mind, I'm getting pretty good. Like I was watching some yeah, videos right. online of like these pros, and I was like, I, you know, I could do that. It's easy to do that pro stuff against three O players. I've realized that too right. because I'm like, dude, I see these things that Ben Johns and stuff's doing, but. Harvey, the seventy-year-old down the street, I can do that to him. Right, I can. I can Ernie Harvey all day. <laughs> yeah, all day long, dude. <laughs> Set it up and do it. <laughs> you, you just, you just dink slow down the line. You watch him dink slow back, and you're like, oh, got gotcha. it. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. And then the the funniest story was like, so I, I, do you know Tony Giannoni down in uh, Orlando? He's he's done a lot of camps with Simone and Ben and. Um, he's a good player in his own right and college okay. coach. That's how I knew him from uh, he coached to Oregon. But I got on the phone with him and he's like, dude, if you think you're really good, like come down to Florida and like play a tournament or I'll sign you up for, I'm like, uh, maybe like sure. And he's like, no, there's a, there's a, a guy in Florida who's looking for a partner for a tournament in August in Newport. And I was like, all right, sure. Give me his number. So I get on the phone with uh, the young Ryan Sherry. And, oh, uh, yeah. And uh, and she was like, oh, bro, like if we're gonna if we're gonna play this tournament, like you know, you got to get down to Florida. We got to train for a week. Like I'll you know I'll, I'll get you. Like come down. You can stay at my place. Like I'll get Ben on the court. I'll get it. You know, Catherine Perantos down here. Simone. Like we'll get everyone on the court. So I went down there. Um, had a, had a whirlwind week with him. Obviously, uh, he's the man. And uh, yeah, I mean, we played with Ben that week, which was like that was like eye opening. The first time playing. Obviously, like it was my third fourth month in playing pickleball. And we just had like a practice with Ben Johns. And now it was like, it just like, it looked so easy to him. And I just remember like, even when we were dinking the first, like I was warming up with him and he took like every dink, like out of the air and reaching in. And like at that time, that was like a very odd thing for me. Cause I was just not on the line where I was supposed to be not reaching right. in the way I was supposed to be reaching in. So just seeing kind of the way he moved around the court was pretty cool. Um, I actually ended up paying for a clinic with Ben Simone and Tony at the end of that week, because um, Tony was like, "Look, if you really want to get a head start, oh, that's how they get you." Yeah, sounds <laughs> like you got got, bro. I got got. Come <laughs> play for free for a little while. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and come to the clinic. So it was actually funny because then I played. Uh, I mean, I pl I think I played maybe only once. I guess Sherry and I in in, uh, in Vegas played Ben and Matt Wright second round of the PPA, and uh, and then you have Warnick. Warnick in the uh, in the audience, like, "Hey Ben, are you gonna charge him for this one too?" Like, I was just uh, a very, very funny full circle moment. But uh, yeah, it was. It, I kind of jumped in, and once I came out to California for that tournament, that's when I got hooked. I've known West Burroughs for a long time through working at Babolat. Um, I got hooked up with Doug Allen and all these people, and I was like, "Damn, I, LA is could be a spot for me." Um, and yeah, two months later, I, I moved out. Oh, so you were you were kind of new to LA when when we had we had talked. You've hey, you've you've come a long way. You're like the uh, the celebrity whisperer now, something like that. Yeah, and you've got that job fly. over at uh, the Riv, which is what the the in crowd calls it. Yeah, tell us about that. When, All right, so when, when how did that we, come about? And just like when did we speak that first? Yeah. Was that like November? Probably, yeah, November. Yeah, wow. would have been a year ago. Yeah, or over a year ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I just moved out in October, October 8th of last year. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I went home uh, in December when I got out here, I had, I had, I had 
been to the Riv many times um, because All Americans, the college tennis tournament, was hosted at the Riv when I was at Oklahoma State and Duke. So I had taken um, my team out there many times, and I met Mark Wahlberg, you know, like randomly driving into the site once. So like I kind of knew it was like the celebrity spot um, in yeah. LA. So I had my eyes set on working here. I didn't know it was even going to be in pickleball um, originally, and they didn't have a program. I kind of kept bothering the director for months with emails, and, uh, and I didn't really even get responses for a while. Um, and then I met a member, Natalie Bagby, who's a senior pro uh, at yeah. Memorial, and then got that Wait, conversation so going. And, uh, yeah. It's spelled Natalie with a TH in the middle. Oh, it's I, I, every time I write, cause she wins a lot. Every time I write that name in the results in my head, I was like, Natalie, like, why? <laughs> There's <laughs> Natalie. That's not Noted. so uncommon. No. Yeah, it's, have it's, an it's, H yeah. in the middle of Natalie. It's pretty uncommon. So, it's but fair. we don't say Thomas for your name. That's correct. And you know what? You're a, where'd you go to, where'd you go to college? Probably a better college than me. I went to Brigham Young University for a year and a half and then dropped you out. You think through this stuff. I do not. No, I wouldn't Wait, say it, that. Is, did Casey go to BYU too? Yeah. That's I think wild. I'm like a, I think I'm a couple years older than him. He played volleyball and I was a swimmer. And so our paths definitely would have crossed in the athletic right. department had we been there at the same time. And probably if I'd swam all four years, he, he probably would have been playing volleyball by that time. Yeah. <laughs> um, very cool. But yeah, so the, yeah. so the rib, I was actually supposed to probably start a little bit earlier or at least give a clinic earlier. Uh, but in, I got appendicitis in January while I was home, I was about to play a tournament and start the year off kind of in Florida with a couple of events and got appendicitis, got that removed. And then, um, yeah, came out to a couple of introductory clinics at the RIV. They liked it, put me on, not put me on staff. I'm a private contractor, but they hired me and, uh, yeah off to the races in April and it's been a fun building process over there. That's wild. Sure. Okay. So you've played with a lot of interesting people. I think I if I'm thinking Larry David, mm -hmm. obviously Doug Allen. Yep. Recently, not at the Riv. I think you were on the East Coast, but you got to play with Drew Brees. Yep. And George and Jeb Bush were yes. watching. Yes. Did they yes. get on the court? When you guys were playing, they did not. So George was like, uh, I call him George now. Uh, yeah, of course you do, uh, George was watching. He had just like finished. Painting. You don't call him G or something cool. <laughs> I don't call him G. He's, <laughs> he's such a nice guy, by the way. Like so, Drew and I, Drew and I were playing uh -huh. um, for like. Would you vote for him if he ran for president? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thought, you didn't have to answer that, but yeah, it's fine that you did. Glad we covered that. No, but yeah. uh, no, so Drew, well, so I, I went to Purdue, Drew went to Purdue. So that was like a cool um, kind of conversation there. And uh, even though Purdue football still sucks, but basketball, we're one of the countries. So how about that? Are you? But, right um, huh? We will be. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Purdue won and then Duke just lost. So um, yeah, so we're playing for like a couple hours and then. George has to leave with Secret Service. He's about to leave that night. And uh, the Secret Service obviously wanted a picture with Drew. And so he's like, George is going one way. Drew's going the other way with the Secret Service. And George is like, he kept calling me pro the whole day. He's like, hey, pro, like I, I told the Secret Service, like they should get a picture with you too. You're one hell of a player, which I thought was like a very cool moment from like a president yeah. to like yeah, take yeah, the yeah. time on his way out to like make me feel like a pretty good person. So Make you feel uh, like he didn't know your name. 
<laughs> that true, but um, eh, at least at least he called me pro. That's a good thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. Sure. The leader, the leader of the free world, gave you a compliment. The, the former leader, the former leader. Right. And he was the uh, Jeb was awesome. I mean, it was a very cool conference. They had a bunch of uh, it was a, a big financial conference that I actually went to as well afterwards. So um, yes, yeah, so a lot of cool people speak, and Were yeah, it's you- been. It's been fun. Were you there for the conference or were you there for pickleball? Um, I was there. My client client and now friend, like he invests in, uh, oh, it's sponsored by LaCroix. Look at that. Um, (laughs) Jesus. It's our our new sponsor. Um, Uh So he is uh, invested in that. uh, It's called Finback. It's this big um, fund that, Jeb Bush and then this other guy Ron, uh, who's now actually in Malibu. But um, yeah, I was in there. The beginning p- portion of this conference before it really started, they had this pickleball thing planned, and the only way we were going to go is if like the weather held up and all this stuff. Like I had already like found backup courts indoors because like my buddy wanted to play with Drew and George and all this stuff. So we had set it all up, rain or shine. Um, our buddy Craig Coin, you know Craig as well. Yep. I bet. Um, he was out there too. So it was like, it was a very cool thing. The weather held up, it all worked. Um, and then, yeah, the conference was following. There was a cocktail party uh, after. And then the next morning there was like just a couple hours of speakers and it was very interesting. Crazy did you get to play there. with Craig? I did play with Craig as well. How's yes. he? Is he good? He's not bad. I mean, obviously the dude's like a crazy athlete. He just yeah. needs like real one-on-one work on the court just with like some technical things just like you do tyson you know just a couple little tweaks here and there and you'll be yeah. you'll where you need to be uh, okay i already feel like i'm where i need to be i have fun <laughs> yeah. i have read fun avoid lines. players that are too good and read, read uh, between the lines tyson shots fired okay shots fired. fine uh i will hire you how much uh i'll give you a rate i'll i'll, I'll let you know off air okay um going back to craig coin it's interesting because I think all three of us here did an interview with Craig Coyne at one point as he was writing an article for Vanity Fair. Is that uh, right? Is that a, is, was there a Vanity Fair article that came out? There no, was a Vanity Fair Actually, article guys, that came let's, out. Let's just stay on topic here. If, if you don't mind, maybe we don't talk about uh, irrelevant <laughs> stuff. Okay. Because I think that we all spent time with Craig Coyne. We did. On a call at some point in our careers here in Pickleball. Uh, because we're all in our own ways influential, uh, have some sway in this, maybe not some sway, but some influence in this sport. And an article came out in Vanity Fair in print talking about pickleball. And it was yes. mostly about the celebrities who play pickleball. And because you are linked to the Riv and you have played with most of these celebrities, there was a large portion of it about you. They also mentioned me a little bit. I had my name that. in there, like my. So that's name. Pickle Pod, guys. Thanks for joining this week. <laughs> uh, and then Thomas, I cannot honestly, uh, McNasty, verify if Thomas did in fact speak to Craig. He says he did. Right, he might not have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should probably say he didn't because if he did, then he wasn't influential at all. Like there was no impact on that conversation. Right, right. So this is good. Uh, let me know when this is done and we can, we can get and, and also, I just want to, for the record, uh, McNasty, this is fun, right? Razzing Thomas is fun for us. Correct. So that's when, when we had this razzing moment in Vegas, I was like, you know what? Tyson's a great guy when it's not about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. So noted. So as long as you're on my team, McNasty, it's fun. It's fun to razz people. A hundred percent. Okay. Well, I told you in a previous episode, if you recall, we uh-huh. spent that entire interview talking about podcasting before this podcast was a thing. So that's true. I gave up my moment in the spotlight for the benefit of for this. what we're doing right now. So. Yeah, I love it. That's true. We all sacrifice something because uh, now me and McNasty have to live our lives in the spotlight, just yeah, getting it's more it's, and more notoriety. While- so McNasty, when you uh, when like. I don't know, Larry David walks up to the court. Is he like asking for your autograph when you guys do a clinic now? Is that like kind yeah, of- Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big a deal for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. I actually yeah. have a cool a cool thing coming out uh, with kind of my, my Sunday crew that you guys will see, I'm sure, in the next week or so. But- uh, a teaser. Give us huh? some spoilers. Yeah. Who's the Sunday crew? Sunday crew is, is uh, Larry David. Um, I think, well, I don't know if I want to say, I've played with him enough times. Good guy. Ari Emanuel. Um, all the Rhea Burkus and Jim Burkus named in the article as well. Uh, sometimes Jeremy Zimmer, Joel Silver, a bunch of Hollywood people, but really, really awesome people. Sarah Stodinger, the fashion brand Stod. But um, yeah, they, they Bobby Kodak. They all they all come together most Sundays when they're in town, and we have a good good Sunday crew. It's kind of built over time. It just started with the wives originally, and then uh, they brought all the husbands along, and they're obviously like just really great people and so- love pickleball. What what do you is it like a is it some sort of video thing is it something you put together or is it something it's that was something done that, for that, like it's something that I put together um, it's a little bit of it's a gift um, it's something they can use on a pickleball court which should give it give it away a little bit a um, gift to them a gift to the world a gift to give it away your fans what is this Ooh. it's a gift to them and um, if it's well received then maybe maybe other people can have a shot at getting it as well. Gamma um, pickleball okay pass. wait this is this is a a good little segue i gotta plug something here so speaking of gifts if you're one of the many lazy people out there and you're like what am i going to do for my parents or a significant other or right. whatever mm-hmm. for christmas which is right around the corner or for the holidays which is True. right around the corner or for hanukkah that's currently i'm i'm yep. jewish come on yes. let's plug yep. every, every holiday I, I said the holidays i corrected okay, okay. Um, sorry mcnasty pickleball master course which you guys can get for ten percent off using code the Dink. It's actually the most comprehensive course I've ever seen. We'll talk about it a little bit more later, but there's a little plug for you. I love it. Okay, is it an online course? It is. Yes. Oh. Pickleballmastercourse.com. Oh, yeah. If there was one celebrity or person in the world that you guys could play with, who would it be? Is there someone that's like top of the list, or someone that you've heard play that you want to heard plays and you want to play with? Leo. I want to play with you want to play with Leo. I just want to play with whoever would give me the best game and would be entertaining enough, but I would be more interested in the gameplay and having a really fun competitive game. So have, you have, you played, with, have you played with Doug yet? No, but I feel like he's good. I feel like he's probably better than me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even like razzing you. He just, he is, but that's not like a knock on you. He's a good, he's a very good player. No, no. And I'm um, also saying that I, when I see yeah. like little clips snippets of him playing, I think he's very good. Yeah, so I think of all, like, of all of that crowd too, that can like equal you in terms of like the banter and the shit talk. Like yeah. he's going to, he's going to do that as well, which makes it like, that's, that's the fun of it. You know, but if he's better than me and he's equal at shit talking, where does that leave me? <laughs> I just have you to just be defensively shit talking the whole time. No, I you just put him with a weaker player. Okay. Well, it's me and you, and then we do him and Thomas. 
Yeah, that could be actually that would be that would be a good match. Who are who are some of the other uh, like good Hollywood people or clients you have at at the Riv? Like who's solid? <clears throat> Maybe like a name people would would recognize. Um, that that are. I mean, I just started with someone that I uh, one of the members of Friends. I can't say who it is, um, but uh, I'm, I'm working with. That I mean, person. it's only one of like four, four, one people. of six, uh, one, one of six, six. whatever, but, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, whatever, really, one of really six. Good. That means it's not the top four, Thomas. I'm just going to go ahead and say like probably fifth or six. Matthew Perry. And so we're just, you, you I can no, say, no, I don't I, know. No you can say, is, I don't know. I appreciate yeah. that, but I'll definitively say Matt Perry sounds like he's pretty good at pickleball. Man, Maybe. this sounds like a lot of work for you, Matt, because now you have to go through and watch the entire collection of friends just so that you can be familiar so that when all they talk about is episode seven on season four, you know what they're chatting about. I have, I have heard that there's going to be pickleball played and I'm not, and I'm not in it and I don't even, it's not confirmed, but it's through, and it's not even through like my Larry connection. It's through someone else that plays pickleball, but apparently on episode eight of curb. Yeah. There's pickleball played. Is yeah. what I'm hearing, which is I think I've, really cool. I think I've saw that somewhere already. I don't think they, the they we mentioned in our newsletter that they talked about it in yeah. one of the episodes. They talked oh, about that's it in episode, right. like, in episode five. He says, yeah. like, yeah, like, you know, we tried pickleball. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, and, but I, I heard in episode eight, which is two from now, I believe, uh, I heard he plays, which is really cool. Oh. Um, you heard he plays. So, I, I how like, Hollywood knowing you, you, you might be in the episode. No, 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 no. I swear, I swear to God, I'm definitely not in the episode or else yeah. I, I would tell you that. Um, and I don't even know for sure, but I heard it, it's not even from him or any of that crowd. It's from like another friend in pickleball who knows someone at HBO that after his his little segment segue, you know, saying, oh, have you tried pickleball? Um, they said that like they heard it through people at HBO that in episode eight, he's playing, which, you is, know, really, which is sick. You know, Larry David listens to this podcast and now you just spoiled episode eight of his I, I, show here. He also heard your impression of him. So I wonder if he'll be offended by that. <laughs> no, I thought that was pretty good. Hey, yeah, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Credit where um, credit's due. So, well, cool. Okay. Well, one, and I know like it sounds like you signed an NDA or something, so you can't even say, but um, you hadn't mentioned that you were, uh, you, um, we'll, we'll bleep it out if we need to. You were going to play with Addison Ray at one point, or at least she was thinking about coming to play. Did that ever happened. I was, I was talking, I was talking to her. I with just like, doctor? And I don't do this as much anymore, to be honest, because I'm not, I'm not really like chasing that. Um, and not, not chasing Addison, but chasing like the, those high profile people. I just, I, I, I'm Googling Addison Ray. Addison I'm busy. She's a, she's a TikToker who good. like became a global star. But when, yeah. But when I, when I first started at the Riv, I was like, this would be a good way to get, more people involved in pickleball and just kind of grow the sport from a new audience was reaching out to these types of people and get them involved in the game. Um, so I did hear back from her, you know, agent really quickly and she was into it and the family was into it. And then I was texting with them and like trying to figure out a time and he was interested and all of a sudden kind of dropped off. I even sent yeah the articles and all this stuff and uh, didn't work out, but it's, it's all right. Maybe another time. Yeah, she's she's, she's big time. She's exploded. No, she had already exploded when when you had said that. So. I mean, she's yeah, she's like a, a superstar. But it's yeah, weird that Tyson doesn't fun. know who she is. I've never heard of this girl or seen her, but yeah, I did Google. And she's the first definitely thing, a, a generation below. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, uh, at least one below all of us. So, and I the do, first I, I headline was, I found was Addison Ray wows in chic mermaid gown at Fashion Awards 2021. Oh, you didn't see her mermaid gown? <laughs> it was absolutely, I mean, it was phenomenal. It was, it is stunning. I She's admit, but yeah. did you really? Are you really familiar with the mermaid gown? I'm not. How could you not be? <laughs> okay you're I right was the mer- i was the mermaid gown like for halloween like that was yeah. my that was your halloween like costume that is true i that made my true. own don't you want to see don't you want to see fetter play pickleball i mean i want to yes. see all those guys play pickleball <laughs> and they might play pickleball but i don't think they want the world to know that they're playing pickleball for some I reason i want to see them play against the best in the world of pickleball and no. show that and show that like it really does take skill to be good at this sport and you can't just like right cross over but let me ask you right, this right. what if federer plays pickleball and destroys then what it will be your response oh <laughs> stay in your say, stay in your lane bro then i would say i would say it's the worst idea i've ever had <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but, uh, all right matt i know you said you got to jump at like yes 30. So I'll yes. give you your, your opportunity. All right. But I know you probably want to plug your uh, Wilson pickleball and, and anything else. How do I even, uh, yeah. Wilson pick. What is it? It's there. Yeah, okay. It's right there. You yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. What, sleep, what, what else I have? Uh, Wilson, I'm trying zealous souls. Wilson's obviously been with me for through tennis now through pickleball. I do love their echo paddles. You don't, you don't have to show this if you want, but I do love uh, Wilson and, and Cy and all my guys over there. They've been great to me. Um, and did help me out with the gift that I'm giving, um, to my Sunday cruise. So I'm pumped for that. Um, I don't know. Municipal. Where can we, the, the where can we follow you? Huh? Where can we find you? Please follow me on Instagram at Matt Manassi. And I believe, I don't know, I'm on Twitter somewhere. Uh, you can put that on the, on the, uh, post-production, but, uh, okay. Instagram's Matt. my, Instagram's my main thing. And Matt Manassi, I believe it's Matt Pickleball Manassi now. Um, if you're, if you're searching. So yeah, I post a lot of funny stories there. So, well, I think they're funny, but who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the most important is that you're happy, right? Exactly. Yeah. You're doing it right. Uh, thanks, Matt. That was awesome. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm sure you have, uh, some really surreal moments planned for the entire afternoon and, uh, we're all jealous. I, uh, a couple lessons. I have five hours on the court today and I appreciate you guys having me on. This is a fun, uh, way to kick off the morning and, uh, yeah, no, this is really great. So thank you. Okay. Take care, dude. Later. All right. That was fun. That was pickleball. McNasty. The self-named. No, we come to find out he had gotten the McNasty. Okay. You're, you're not believing his story at all. (laughs) You, You would, you would like, you'd, you'd given him shit for that prior so he was like all right i gotta come up with a story yeah okay so like set the record straight on this podcast yeah no he, and make he me look like that name himself yeah so, it was really elaborate though like the honduran tennis coach from way he back came up with a lot of backstory i don't buy it I don't there was buy too much you think there was too much backstory for it to be yeah, true right exactly that's when you know that's <laughs> when you too know. many details like how far could you, too elaborate yeah right, how could right. you remember all these details yeah. uh he's a good dude I, yeah, yeah. if you ever have the chance to meet up and play games with him or just say hi to him at the tournaments, he's a, he's a fun guy. Well, clearly, I mean, he had no idea who I was a year ago. Nobody did in, in pickleball or nobody knew what the dink was in pickleball. And he jumped right on the phone with me and 
he was in the first one. And then did you know that you were in the you were in the second issue? I think I've said that before. I was in the second issue. Did yeah, I sure. know? Was it unbeknownst to me or did I interview with you and talk to you about it? Oh, was no. it the was it when you came out to Mesa? No, no, no. It was before that. It was in it was before uh the new year. So it would have been in 2020. And um I think uh I think really what I had done is mm-hmm. I had just listened to uh, another podcast where you interviewed and I just basically like recapped what was on the, uh, we were, we were, we didn't have a lot of, <laughs> I was, I was plucking material from everywhere. Okay, so, cool. Like, I basically just like summarize that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think it. I called you a pro at that, but I didn't know any, I thought you were a pro. A lot of people call me a pro. I think part of it is my name is Tyson, which is confusing because Tyson McGuffin is one of the top pros. Mm-hmm. And also like, I mean, I correct people. They're like, you, you, so you're a pro pickleball player. I'm like, I am not. I'm not a pro pickleball player. I enjoy the sport. I love the sport. I want to share the sport. I want the sport to grow, but I am not pro. I just share the good word of pickleball. That is my calling. Right. By the way, I I found somebody who can take out Thomas Wilson. I could have him take out Tyson McGuffin too. You oh, you th- so we take out our uh, our name nemesis. Yeah, well, it's, it's inconvenient. Um why don't we do a Thomas and Thomas versus Tyson and Tyson? I wonder who would win that. Thomas and Thomas would win that. Too. No. No. What would be the what would be your strategy? Target you. Good strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't expect that. It was really Oh yeah. Uh, what do we have in the newsletter this week? Uh, anything vandalism. Did you see that? No. Dude, there are these courts in California and, uh, it was kind of, it's like kind of wild. Like usually we'll, we'll like cover these, like, uh, these stories and, and like nobody actually cares, but like it's relevant. It's in the world of pickleball. So, so let's like throw it in there. This was this was kind of aggressive. There were these um, there were these tennis courts that were in this community for forever, and they converted a few of them to to uh, pickleball courts. They just like threw threw lines down or whatever, and there were yeah. two remaining tennis courts. And uh, there was this like hearing in the community uh, to determine whether or not they put lines on the only two remaining tennis only courts. Uh, they decided to do that, and like. The next day, or maybe like the, a couple of days later, or something, the pickleball players came to the courts, and nobody knows if it was tennis players or whatever. But they took six quarts of motor oil and just ruined the courts. They were like, "If if like if we can't have our 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 tennis courts just to ourselves, nobody's gonna play." Wow, and motor yeah. oil just is so slick and disgusting. Yeah, and impossible. It's like to clean a weird. Off. It's like a what weird a move, but like you must, they must've like Googled, like what, how to ruin, how do I ruin? Yeah. Because yeah. Like, I would have not known to go like get motor oil. Yeah. But, I don't think that's kids just like out for a goof, but you yeah. never know. Uh, well, no, there was a, there was, I like, had a weird, uh, there was a note. There was a note with it. It was like threatening. And what it say? I don't remember. What Keep your said, pickles off like, of our tennises. Yeah. It was like, don't come back basically. Wow. <laughs> kind of crazy. That's nuts. I had a a guy I do not know on Facebook. I get random DMs all the time. And this guy, he said, uh, it's along these same lines here, and I'm going to find it. Uh, Here we go. 
F pickleball, F pickleball, learn tennis and keep your sport off our courts. Yeah, dude. Like, and I responded and said, what's tennis? And dude, he, I say that every time. And, and he responded the greatest dude, sport ever. And then blocked me from responding back to him. Oh. But this guy could be the perpetrator of maybe he's the motor oil dumper. I mean, he's aggressive enough. I mean, if that's if that's the evidence we're using, I could show you thousands of other people who might okay. also be the culprit. <laughs> um, I am I am uh, oh, I'm trying to find almost every day. I can just like jump into my comments, and there's somebody just ruthlessly ripping apart pickleball. People, dude, people outside of the sport do not like it. Let's see, let's jump on one of these these videos. I kind of want to just like read a couple of these because they get to be pretty ridiculous at, at certain points on our reels. So our, our Instagram reels tend to reach like, so we have like almost 50,000 followers now, but like our reels will reach audiences much broader than that. Yes. Like this video of Simone, Ben versus Annalie and Tyson is at 2 million views on Instagram right now. Wow. So you can imagine there's like a lot of comments and, um, And it's like, uh, all right, well, if I don't find one, this is going to be very, uh, this is going to be very anticlimactic. A lot of, a lot of uh, sexist comments on here. Are you still uh, trying to find your DM? No, I already showed it to you. I read it to you. Oh, wait, read it. I wasn't listening. Okay. You weren't listening? Okay, I'll read it one more time, but the listeners all already heard it. It's from a West Klein, a person I do not know took the time to DM me on Facebook on my Facebook fan page, which is verified obviously. And it says F pickleball, learn tennis and keep your sport off our courts. And then I wrote what's tennis. And then he wrote the greatest sport ever. And then blocked me from responding so that I couldn't get under his skin more. <laughs> God, okay. That's a good thing. Like, I'm going to get the last word. And then I'm going to, no, you did yeah. say that. Okay. I was listening to that. I thought you were going to bring up uh, I thought you were going to bring up another one. No, that was it. But like, I'll, get, it. I'll give you like Blake underscore hockey for life. So, you know, the guy's already got an ax to grind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in the yeah. name. And he just goes, pickleball is nothing but a game of whack F, LOL. Like, all right. And then somebody goes, weak ass in quotations sport. It's like, and I, and it, it's just like, it, I mean, it really is endless. Like, this is not even the video I was talking about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people don't like pickleball, but whatever. All right. We got, um, the APP Casa Grande this weekend, which yes. I think is going to actually have a really good player pool. I know like the Newman's are going, Ben Johns is going, um, and, uh, a lot of players that wouldn't normally play APP. So actually going to be a pretty solid tournament there in Casa Grande, Arizona. Do you know where that is? Yes. It's like uh, 45 minutes away from where I live, uh, just South of phoenix uh it like said it's between 40. phoenix and tucson okay so phoenix yeah. i thought was comprised of scottsdale tucson and then like one uh, and tempe no so phoenix is phoenix there's even glenn their phoenix valley is huge there's multiple millions of people that live there and tens of townships at least uh it's mesa chandler uh, Queen Creek, Tempe, Phoenix, Scottsdale, all of those are there. Tucson is a couple hours south of that. And okay. Casa Grande or Casa Grande is in the middle of both of those. And uh, 
there's not a lot going on out there in Casa Grande. It's, I think it's more of like a farming rural style community. Yeah. But uh pickleball is big out there and I think they do have some nice courts. Uh, but I noticed that some of the pros were trickling into town uh, th- this week. I'm in Utah right now, uh, but I, I think be- people talk about the hotbeds for pickleball. I think it's, um, I think it's Utah and Arizona. Yeah, I think so. I think the places like I visit the, most, the top two. Yeah, Utah is crazy. Like we had, we had a good turnout yesterday at the Pickler, uh, and we're going to do more events at the Pickler because uh, they are working in conjunction with yours truly to share this. Do they have? Um, do they have multiple locations? Oh, just you wait, dude. It's it's crazy. They're I have, have talked a to, lot. I've talked to multiple. Uh, the picklers, right? Like versions, right? Obviously, the yes. street pickle, which everybody knows. Yes. But there's tons of real estate groups that are out there trying to develop the same concept or their own spin on it, right? Right. Top golf, but for pickleball. Yeah. Some sort of. The pickler is a pickleball gym. It's got a little pro shop at the front, and then it has six pristine indoor courts you go there to play pickleball a chicken and pickle you got to get some chicken correct like, play correct. maybe like with your you know yeah, yeah. Okay. got it yeah so this is pickleball but it goes 24 hours it's open 24 hours a day and if you like let and they only they don't need anybody on staff uh in the middle of the night so if you're a member they just give you a key card okay it's a membership deal got yeah it. go got in it. and uh have fun that's pretty sick yeah, okay. it's really sick. Can you imagine? Like, because if your schedule was where, like, you worked like at night or something and wanted to play at like three in the morning, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people in the medical community is kind of like what I'm thinking, like nurses and stuff like that. But um, that's that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and then next weekend, yes, is uh, is nationals. Correct. We're not going to be there. We're not going. I'm a lot of people there. are asking if we're going. We're not. We're not doing it. Yeah. I think with the COVID restrictions, like it shook a lot of stuff up. And um, I think I would have gone anyways. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I think there's, I think just like a lot of people who aren't or just like don't agree, dropped out. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was like, I remember a lot of people were talking about it when it was announced. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see what the turnout is. I mean, it's nationals. So it'll, it'll probably be great, but um, yeah. And yeah, I, uh, I agree. And I think that, you know, it's one of those things that they understand they're going to be people that aren't going to participate because of the mandate that they've set. But I think Indian Wells is the, is a private establishment that can do what they think is best for liability purposes or for the health of the people that are going to be there. So that's, uh, that's how the world works, I guess. Uh, but I would like to be there, but I will not be there. And it's not because of that. It's because uh, I'm too busy in December. Yeah, it's a it's a Indian Wells. It's the the venue itself is what yes. determined the the policy. Correct. Um, let's see. All right. Everybody's always talking about like what paddle generates the most spin. Always. This dude, Chris Olson, mm-hmm. um, really talented dude. He actually. Uh, either produced or helped produce or even I think maybe even wrote uh, a documentary on Netflix about speed cubing. 
you know, like Rubik's cube. Like, okay. Yeah. Rubik's yeah. Cubing. I did. I did see that. I did see it, that documentary. It's a great documentary. I actually yeah. was like really into it. Yeah. He like loves pickleball now and he's doing yeah. all these, he's, he's starting to do videos and they're really, really well done. And the most recent one, he tested like 20 of the top you know, paddles with a good reputation for generating a lot of spin. Okay. Um, had him and his brother take each paddle, hit 10 shots each. They covered half of the pickleball in Sharpie and then used a really like, you know, high res camera and, okay. and, and recorded, you know, all the shots and then counted the number of rotations to determine the RPMs associated with each paddle, averaged it out, and then came up with like a ranking of the top paddles. Okay. All right. I looked gamma. They didn't even test a gamma. So I wonder where a gamma would have been in that. Yeah. You need um, a hellbender or a shard for but, that control and spin. But also here's a few what, things yeah, that okay. I have an issue with. Okay. If it's a human producing spin, yep. you have to do such a large pool. Like you said, okay, they average the spin. Okay, but you're going to have to hit that ball yeah. 20,000 times each paddle and average that. Otherwise, the pool you're drawing from is too small to get a true yeah. average. And so I think like you have to take this with a grain of salt, obviously. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to argue that the test could be better, but it is so far the best test we've seen. Okay. Um, because all these companies want to just like claim their paddle produces the most spin without any sort of evidence. And there's talk of certain paddles being better than others. This is the only time I've ever seen sort of like a, a methodical and, and well-approached study that actually takes in data points, whether it's enough data points, we can talk about that another time, but this is probably the best read into what paddle produces the most spin that we have. So which paddle or maybe you can name like the top three that you think would be would be up there as far as generating the most spin. Uh, I mean, everybody says the Franklin is uh, the Ben Johns edition is really gritty. Yep. Um, somebody I've heard uh, that the Engage and the Electrum are both pretty gritty, and those are the three I'm going with. Okay, that was. I probably would have guessed something very similar. Um, ben John's paddle, Franklin paddle, didn't even crack the top 10. Wow. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting because that's like one of the ones everybody's like, this one generates the most. Yeah. 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 The other thing about that paddle though is like it wears. So I've heard that. Even if it has a lot of spin when you first buy it, like within a month you play a lot, you're probably going to want to probably mm -hmm. can want to Renew. replace it to maintain yeah. that spin. Um, but I said there were two brothers who did this test, right? Yes. So for one of the brothers, it was the engage encore. So you got that one. Yep. Cool. For the other brother, it was this relatively unknown paddle called the carbon. And that came in at number one on one of the brothers lists and number two on the other brothers. So it is therefore the paddle that generates the most RPMs and theoretically uh, is the most spinny paddle or the, you know, okay. the, king, the king of spin. It's CRBN, Carbon Pickleball. They have, uh, they have one paddle. They have a 13 millimeter and a 16 millimeter. 
Um, two paddles. They, they sent me them. Mm-hmm. They're legit. They're a That's brand new company. I think they launched, the founder was telling me he launched in like July. And, uh, and yeah, so um, I thought that was pretty wild. If you want to yeah. get a Crazy. carbon pickleball paddle, by the way, you can go to fromwithpickleball.com. And if you use code 10DINK, you get 10% mm-hmm. off. Does that work for gamma paddles on there as well? I don't. So there's there's a, a few restrictions on certain paddles. Um, it might work for gamma paddles, uh, okay. it, unless it's one of the rare ones where it where it doesn't. But yeah, I need to play with more spin, honestly. But uh, Gamma, who you know is my partner, my paddle yep. sponsor, yep. they have some spin oriented paddles. Uh, I've always played with the popular paddles because I feel like I just don't have that ball speed that some of these top guys have unless i play with a poppier harder face right but maybe i should start maybe i will start slapping some spin on them balls <laughs> well aren't they coming out with a new paddle here pretty soon too yeah they have some uh newman signature stuff coming out at some point i saw that i saw a little preview it's pretty yeah cool. they've been teasing it for a while and if you look at riley's and Lindsay's. uh uh, social media as you can see little glimpses of them. So uh, yeah. for anybody wondering, so I'm just going to read the top five from one list and then the other. So the engage encore. So this is brother, brother one, Patrick. Yeah. Engage encore, then the carbon, then the electrum, then the other carbon, right? Cause there's a 13 mm-hmm. and 16 millimeter. Sure. And then a pro Kenix, which I didn't expect. Okay. Uh, and by the way, it's the Engage Encore, not the yeah. Engage Pursuit. Yep. And then on Brother 2, which is Chris, which is the guy who does these videos, it is the, uh, let's see, it's the Carbon 13 millimeter, the Pro Kenix, the Selkirk Amped, Invic- Amped Epic, which I didn't expect. And then this one I definitely didn't expect was the Babolat Monster Touch. And then lastly, the Pro Kenix pro speed two. So it's the pro Kenex pro flight and the pro Kenex pro speed two. So okay. I don't know. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I was surprised that just the Ben Johns was not even in the top 10 for either. I thought that was interesting, but right. I think still though, like when you're telling me this stuff and listing it, uh, uh, because there's even differences in this, you're like, okay, there's differences in the brother swings, obviously if they're yeah. doing two different lists, and they had such a small pool of paddles. There's so many other paddles out there. Uh, you need to design a robot to swing these like a human would so that you get the exact same spin, exact same contact every time. Yeah. Uh, still very interesting. I agree. But also I would say that if there's that much inconsistency between these two players with all these paddles on who has the, which one has the most spin, then maybe it's an even more personal touch thing per base more on the player and how they sw- swing the paddle. Yeah. No, I mean, totally. I, I would have, if I were them and maybe they just didn't have a, a ball, a ball machine, but yeah. I would use a ball machine. But a ball machine, maybe they have a ball, maybe they have a ball you machine just keep it at the same speed. I mean, yeah, the ball know. comes at the same speed, but still there's inconsistency with your swing as a human. Oh, there's always going to be inconsistency. That's why you need a greater sample size. Yeah, to, a uh, huge, huge sample size. To, to accommodate for that. Yeah, but, or a mechanical um, way to test the spin on the ball. Yeah, but uh, 
I don't know. That's cool. Cool yeah. to get get some actual insight. Yeah, fun idea. Um, all right, I do want to talk about this pickleball master course really quickly uh, okay. because it is pretty dang wild. Like, I went to college. Sure. I took pretty comprehensive online courses. Uh huh. None of them, and and I've taken like digital marketing courses. I've taken like copywriting course. Like, none of them come close to the number of like modules, the number of lessons, like the takeaways. It's it's wild. I think you can do you can like preview some of it on their website, pickleballmastercourse.com. But like honestly, if you are wondering what the heck I'm gonna get like my mom or my dad or or somebody else, uh, or like, you know, my my buddy for for the holidays, like get him a better pickleball game. Get him this course. <laughs> um, I was talking to my uncle, he took the course too. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, I I went up a rating like within the within the first month it was like that um so it's, it's pretty impressive and uh yeah if you're if you're lazy like me how much time do you have to put into it, it or is it or is it more just like stuff goes I think you, in your I mean, head it, and then you're able it's to totally relative totally yeah. relative like based on like how long it takes to get through it all because like you know some people just go through that stuff faster tell but, me tell me what you do here so do you take the lesson, then go out and try and execute the lesson. Or are you watching the lesson while you're on the court? What, what's happening? I, you could do both. I, I think most people are watching the lessons and then going out to the court. Okay. Um, Cause they're not going to take like their laptop with them. But Hey, if you're yeah. one of those lucky people who, who has it in their, in your backyard, it's probably like 10 times more effective. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you can get 10% off if you use code all caps, the dink. Okay. And just to be clear, the frometh. Uh, where you can get like literally 10% on anything is 10 dink, all caps dink. Okay. So it's the dink and, and 10 dink. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Other gifts include Fila Pickleball uh, Gear, my preferred court shoe. Wow. Okay. I thought you were going to say like and comment. <laughs> no. Gamma Which paddles. You, you can do Tyson 20 uh, for 20% off at gammasports.com off everything. And, uh, yeah. And you should like, and comment because that helps us keep going here on the show. And, yeah. uh, if you're looking Subscribe. for places to play and you're traveling, download the pickle play app, find courts on there. And if you are interested in asking questions to the community, go on pickleball forum on Facebook. And, uh, there's always responses there to any questions you have about pickleball in the community. For sure. Um, but seriously, please, uh, please subscribe, hit the follow button on, um, on smash Spotify. that follow button, smash the follow button. And, uh, I didn't realize this, like, uh -huh. I, I'm not really concerned with the YouTube views that much, but it does help us. If you like the video, I thought you just need to subscribe. I'm getting familiar with YouTube. Like, yeah, you gotta like helps. it, drive that yeah. up. So please hit, do a little thumbs up. If you like the podcast, we appreciate it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all we got for this week. Okay. That was a great episode. Uh, awesome of McNasty to come in. And uh, a pleasure as always, Thomas. Uh, talk next week. Thanks, guys. See ya.